This is episode two of the Money Date Podcast, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Holly Tack, who is a messaging strategist and copywriter for coaches. I first met Holly in 2017 as part of a group business coaching program, and we totally hit it off and became accountability partners. I am truly blessed to work alongside her today and watch her go from quitting her nine to five job, uncertain of her future, to stepping into the powerful entrepreneur that she is today, commanding five-figure contract deals. The reason I wanted to bring her on the podcast is because she is an example of what is possible in a short period of time. And in business, positioning yourself in the marketplace with your message is a game changer for generating revenue. So let's dive into this episode. Welcome to the Money Date Podcast. I am your host, Brandi Middleton, accountant, money coach, and wellness influencer. This podcast is all about increasing your bottom line, creating multiple streams of income, and learning to manage your mind and your health so that your bank account becomes a reflection of your true value. Let's dive in. Hey, Holly. I am so excited that you're on the podcast today and that you get to share with us all the juicy goodness that you have to offer with regards to messaging and really reaching your ideal clients because I know that our audience really wants to know more about this. So thanks for being on, Holly. Thanks, Brandy, for having me. I'm excited. Of course. I'm excited. So um, tell us, Holly, who who is Holly Tack and... Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming a messaging strategist and copywriter for coaches? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So my (laughs) story is definitely an example of taking like imperfect action and walking through fearful moments, which you witnessed many a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, And like, I think the most important thing I could impart now that I didn't realize then is like taking action brings clarity. Right. I remember when I was really seeking clarity, even before I would really say I had a business, I felt like I was in the seeking mode of like, what would I offer? What would I even do for like two or three years? And just kind of like in that information consumption stage. And it was really through actually like putting myself out there to take action towards it. Um, which like one of my first things was going into a group program. Um, but I don't think that necessarily has to be the first step. But I think like, Actually taking action that's closer to getting dollars exchanged is so important and it's some of the scariest stuff for a lot of people. And so through that process, I discovered that I had a gift for writing and words, Mm -hmm. Um, which is so funny because I would have said I hated writing in high school and college, but that's because I didn't like that kind of writing, like essays. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, And copywriting is so different. So I do a lot of copywriting and I love the strategizing and planning too. Um, and I've gotten to work with some seven figure, um, eight figure probably, and like also six figure entrepreneurs alongside with a lot of people starting out now at this point. And it's been like really a blessing to just see how things grow. And so, you know, even today I was putting together something for a class I'm doing and I'm like, oh my God, I have all this good stuff and I don't even have to create any of this new. I just have to package it a little differently. Right. And it's like, of course I have good stuff because I've actually been doing this for like three years. And so I share all that because like in case somebody's listening that's like unclear or like making some kind of a transition or adding a new revenue stream, um, because I know you talk a lot about that, like to their life. 
right. it's okay to feel a little bit like, what's going on, you know, or like, am I doing the right thing? And then it, it really does start to like, as you progress, get clearer along the way. So it's important to take the step. Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that because I was there myself, right? And I feel like I, I felt like I struggled for a really long time, right? Like when I first decided that I wanted to build my business, um, I wasn't really sure like what my thing was, right? And I remember taking a course specifically in messaging. It was one of the first courses that I took. Um, and she was really speaking into, um, like for me, what I got was that um, I ultimately could be speaking about, you know, money mindset, which made sense, but I really struggled with it. So it was very interesting. And it's one of the things I do want to you know, ask you about today, but it was really interesting, you know, as a newbie, right now, you know, three or so years later, I'm seeing like that was a perfect fit for what I could have been and should have been doing. It's what I'm doing now. But I kind of resisted it because I was like, oh, you know, I've been doing this my whole life. Like I've been doing it. at that time. I've been doing it for like 10, 11 years. And I was like, I don't want to talk about <laughs> money. Um, like I'm not this billionaire expert. I just started. Right. And so like there was there was some struggle there. And so one of the questions that I do want to ask you is, you know, what are some of those biggest struggles that you've seen with your clients? Um, you know, what do they face when they when they're coming up against messaging, maybe when they're first starting out? I, yeah, so I think this is really great to point out. And actually, messaging is something that people grow with throughout the whole course of their business. So I right. think anyone that's listening, no matter where they're at in business, can listen to this. Uh, but And it's also applicable to, like, not just having your own business, like, straight up entrepreneurship business, but also, like, doing network marketing or other things like that. If your efforts for, are going to be the most powerful when you have, like, a message behind what you're doing. And it's also something that can feel like the most scary to define right. depending on where you're coming from. But it's like an important foundational step. So the thing that's really important to think about is two pieces. So there's the outcome and your opinion on what it takes to get there. Okay. And so when you think about the outcome, it's like, what is the result that somebody is going to have um, based on working with you? And it's important to say that in a way that they care about right so if you're working with people to lose weight but you want to do it through like i'm just gonna use something outlandish but like you want to do it through through meditation you do it through mm -hmm. meditation you've right. gotten results that way um and so what you want to do is you want to market based on like i can help you lose weight more than like one of the pitfalls would be like saying i can help you learn how to meditate like that's kind of like how you do the how you do deliver the result and that's not what you want to focus on you want to focus on the actual result that they want um and of course there's like other results that they get mm -hmm. that are not necessarily what they're thinking they want but that's another pitfall people make so they they say like oh you get to learn how to live centered and you have reduced stress and like all these other things that come yeah. about from like showing them how to meditate but that's not what they are saying they want and so embedded in this is something that if you start to follow like any business expert, they'll probably talk about something about defining who your ideal client is. And so that's sort of embedded in what I'm saying here about getting clear on the outcome. By nature, you get to know who you want to serve. And if you're like catering, so speaking to somebody who's newer in business or even just wants to do this work and they've already had a business, think about like, what is the thing that you can like offer like you feel confident that you can help somebody shift 
And so I always think about, you know, a former love coach that wanted to be, that I had, and, you know, she tells about starting her business and she really wanted to be a, a love coach, like from the beginning, but she kind of had some relationship drama at the time and just like, okay, you know, a little bit of imposter syndrome, like mm-hmm. who am I to say, like I could be a love coach. Right. And so she was coached on like, okay, well, what could you help somebody with that's related? And then she was like, well, I know I could get, like, I'm good at flirting. And I know I get a lot of numbers and attention outside, um, you know, when I'm out and about. And so like, I could definitely teach that and I know I would crush it. So she just focused on that and round her offers until she like got more confidence. And that's the evolution process. So if you're somebody who's newer and you're like, okay, well, I want to help people lose weight, but I don't know for sure that it'll work because I've only done it for myself. Well, then maybe what you can help them with is like something that's like a step towards that, that they want, but it's a little bit smaller, like feeling like it's easy for them to make food choices that are healthy without like it causing them a lot of stress or something. Um, So, so that's all the outcome piece. And I didn't even talk about the opinion piece yet. (laughs) Right. um, But it's important to figure out like, what is the outcome you're talking about in the case of this message? And then the opinion is really around like what it takes to get there. And this is sort of like your unique opinion, as I said, on like what that is. And this is what's going to really act to like filter out the people that are not a fit and like attract the people that are a fit. So if you were going to be like that person that helps people lose weight with meditation, like you want to repel the person who's like not open to meditating or thinks it's stupid because like they're never going to be a great client for you anyway. So when you like say your message and you say, I help people lose weight through meditation, um, then, you know, that helps filter out like certain types of people. And so I recommend that you have like three things that are your opinion. Yeah. It's like, I help people lose weight through meditation, you know, a plant-based diet and yoga or something like this. That's a really simplistic example um, coming to mind, but like that already, like you can tell, if you just said you help people lose weight, it could attract such a wide net of people. Right. Like, cause like so many people want to lose weight. But when you add those filters of like, well, I do it through meditation, yoga, and a plant-based diet, like you're going to definitely repel and some people and attract other people that think that's like intriguing, whether they're doing that or not in their life. Um, so you're not going to be wanting to work with somebody that refuses to stop eating meat for example. Right. <laughs> so it's good that you're saying that that's how you do it. So Yeah, I love that. Um, because I think it's really powerful, obviously, first of all, to have, um, to know what the result is, the outcome that the person's going to have, right? So a lot of times, like when I think about other people that I've spoken to, like, um, both of these things are really helping someone define what their, their niche is and really being able to speak to, to their ideal client with some specifics that are going to help them create um, whatever it is that they're creating, right? Because they know exactly what the the outcome is going to be. So they know what they need to create for and they know their reasons for getting there. And also like the opinions, what I loved about that too is just that, um, you know, so much of what I've heard is that, you know, we have these, these thoughts, these ideas, these opinions, right? And they can be polarizing sometimes and that Mm -hmm. makes you stand out right your opinions make Mm -hmm. you stand out and make you unique um so it's really powerful that you shared that in that in that way because i actually hadn't heard it in that way so um thanks so much for that yeah i love (laughs) your point about like it 
it's okay to be like divisive or I forgot words you use already, but you said like, yeah. you know, strong, polarizing. Yeah. So like being strong in your opinion. Um, and I, like one of the pitfalls that people can fall into is, oh, but I want to like be able to help everybody. Cause then if I can help everybody, then like I have more chance of getting clients, you know, it's usually coming from some kind of an insecurity around like, will this actually work? Will I actually work, et cetera, to kind of go that route of being broad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like so hard to find the right people that you can actually help right? when you aren't specific. So, yeah. Yeah. And you just mentioned insecurity and that was something that was intriguing to me as well, because I know, as I kind of mentioned earlier, starting out in my business, um, I had a lot of doubt, right? Like I wasn't really sure. And so I questioned this information that I was getting, which you know, was actually really great information, but I wasn't able to implement it all because of my own insecurities, my own self-doubt, right? So what would be some advice that you might have for someone who is dealing with doubt or insecurities that might take them away from focusing on their message and getting it out there? Definitely like that focusing on what you do feel confident on and it can be so easy to like fall into this trap of like and also be careful with who you follow like I think it's important to get inspiration but just maybe pick a few people and stick with them and hear what they have to say and then leave it at that um because it can be like I know I flew I fell into this like hole in the beginning where I was like oh my god like I'm a piece of bad word if I don't have like a 10 k <laughs> month right away and like yeah oh my god you know all these people are having this and like I was just also not as strong in like who I am and my worthiness as a person in general so that was definitely affecting like how I interpreted that stuff because it was always like oh it means like I'm wrong or something's wrong with me which is a whole nother journey I've been on to fix uh, or to heal that but also you know just like celebrate the wins along the way and set goals that like the thing I really love out of a training I did last year is like make sure that they're stretchy and attainable and really stay in your own lane. So like if, you know, starting from zero to a 10 K month in like two months of your business, like, sure, it's possible. I could find people (laughs) that that, but like, is it stretchy and attainable to you? So stretchy means like it feels a little bit out of your comfort zone, or at least it does feel out of your comfort zone. Right. Like me making 10 K and then like tomorrow that would feel out of my comfort zone right now mm-hmm. um, in one day to do that. Um, do I know it's possible? Sure. And then, um, and then from there, like also, <laughs> um, attainable. So like, is it attainable? Like I wouldn't make a commitment personally right now to like make $10,000 in one day. Um, just cause that's not like attainable for what I have going on. Um, but I could say like, I'll make, you know, $100 or $1,000. So whatever you're setting as a goal, make it stretchy and attainable. It's meant right. to like motivate you to grow, but not be a source of like judgment to yourself. And then you can always make it look your own way. Um, so you can sell things that are smaller or shorter term as you learn what you're doing. Um, and then, you know, work your way up to like long return packages. Yeah. Um I love what you just shared, actually, because one of the things that I've realized recently um, is to really focus in on what kind of calls to you when you're when you're building. I know for so long when I was building my business, I was focusing on all these programs I was taking, right? And 
everybody else's system. And, you know, a lot of this stuff made sense and it was very logical and I'm very logical. And, you know, for an example, like I decided to do more of like the one-on-one coaching and, and high ticket items um, when I was more called to do smaller priced items. Um, but I didn't have a, a huge following, so it didn't make logical sense. Right. But when I look back now at all the things, even the things I'm doing now, like all the time, all the things that I had wanted to do at certain times, like if I had done them, then I, I totally would have been ahead of the curve for so many different things. I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> including this podcast. Um, it was something that I, I thought about. all in good timing. Right. So <laughs> it's it's really interesting how how that happens. But I love yeah. that you said that, like, you know, start where you are. But it's okay if you if you want to do this or you start with a smaller priced item, right? Or vice versa with a high ticket item, whatever it is that's calling to you. Um, so I love that you shared that. So thanks for yeah. I think that stretchy and and attainable filter, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a good filter, and because if you're really honest with yourself, like you'll get an answer, right? So what are your three tips um, for leaping like off the page and really having your clients um, say, oh my God, she gets me. I need to work with her. Awesome. Yeah. So I would say that like, I just have a couple of quick, two quick ones, which are great for when you're um, editing like Mm -hmm. your stuff to go through this lens. So if you're editing something you just wrote, which by the way, like one of the biggest battles for a lot of people is to just get something written and so just let it be <laughs> me and my other writer we would call it like a I don't know if you're allowed to curse on here so but we would call it like an s-h-i-t-t-y right do draft. you boo <laughs> all good <laughs> uh, like so that's what me and her would call our first draft and then there would be like a lot of editing and that would be where it got polished um polished the turd if you would say <laughs> yeah <laughs> important to just get something out there Um, but when you do the editing process a couple of quick things so these are two different tips that will help you with like really making things relatable is that it's important to um, check for when you use the words like I me my I've like Mm -hmm. forms of like I or me basically Um, so anytime you use a word like that you're making it about you and pretty much like 95% of the time you could remove it so say like, this is just a simple example, but I do see people do it. Like I'm inviting you to join my weight loss program or something. Right. It's like, okay, why do I care if I'm the reader about your weight loss program? Like, It's yours, it's not mine. Cause you said my, Yeah. so you could just change it to like, I'm inviting you to this program guaranteed, maybe honestly guaranteed for weight loss, but like designed to help you lose weight. So I, I totally took out the my in that example and it made it a lot stronger and it made it seem more focused outwards. Um, And then the second tip would be checking for um, when you use the word if, Mm -hmm. because pretty much every time you use the word if, um, it's like catering to making somebody that's not your ideal client feel better. So it's like, Mm. instead of just saying like, this is not for people who like to eat meat. Yeah. Like if you're someone that doesn't want to eat meat, blah 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 it's like you're already catering to the person who's like not your ideal client and like making it feel a little better to them that they're like being excluded yeah. um, so anytime you say if you can check that and probably remove it or change it 
um, and it makes it like a stronger statement. Um, so you really just want to speak to the people that are your ideal client. And so like if that sentence without the if can help remove that person from the reading it, then great. <laughs> That's right. the better. Um, and then the third tip I have is like, it goes back to the message and really knowing your people. Um, but this is something I learned from one of my copywriting clients, mm-hmm. um, Amy Yamada. So I give her credit. Um, and she's like, I just learned a lot from her because she really did, she did her own copy for a long time and was yeah. good at it. <laughs> you know, she's just getting bigger. Um, and so she wanted to hand it off to me last year. And one thing I've learned from her is to use like tell a story and then use a sentence this is a little more advanced. So follow along with me, re-listen yeah. to you. But like when you're telling a story, put in a sentence that is like a thought that the person, the subject of the story had, and okay. you want to put it in first person present tense so that the per- that person can relate that's reading it. So that would be like an example of saying like, I remember when I first met my client, Sally, and you know, she was so upset about a relationship she had. And then, you know, here I was sitting on the other side of a phone call six months later, she has a new boyfriend that she really loves, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a story I tell about this client, Sally, or it's like, or it could be, you know, I remember when I first met Sally and she was crying to me on the phone and she said, I don't think I'll ever find love. Mm. And so we got to work and six months later, she has a guy, you know, that's really short. Obviously wouldn't say it like in that way in writing, but that key was that sense where it was like the thought she had was, you know, I don't think I'll ever find love. And if you're a love coach, like how much more relatable can you get (laughs) to your person? Cause they're probably thinking that on some level. Right. So they're like reading it to themselves in their head and they're like, I don't think I'll ever find love. Oh my God. That's what I think too. Wow, it's so powerful. So like literally sharing what that what your ideal client is thinking right in the middle of the story, in essence, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And like the subject of the story could be you telling your own story and sharing like that thought you had in the moment, or it could be about your another client or just another person in general. It could be made up, like the stories come from all. But the key is that you put a thought in the beginning, near the beginning of the story that's in first person present tense. And that is something that will relate. Right now, I'm actually just feeling really good about myself because I just have to say, I just realized that I did that in the question that I just asked you. <laughs> <laughs> OMG, she gets me. I need to work with her. You did do that. Exactly. I was like, wait, I just yeah. did it. That was, and it's, that's crazy. And that was like one of the answers called. to the question. That was yeah. kind of, I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. Like it's right? called a ninja move. Amy calls it ninja move. He's half Japanese, so she like. Oh. I didn't even know. Oh, I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling so good about myself. Okay, so <laughs> those are some awesome tips. Love them. Love them. Love them. Especially like that if one, because I had not yeah. even like thought about that. Heard about that. That is gold. And the last one, which I just celebrated. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which you did without knowing it. (laughs) Right. I'm I'm on this celebration kick. I'm learning to celebrate myself. So um, one of the last questions I want to ask you is, is why is being clear on your messaging important? And how uh, do you get your clients to kind of come back for more using, using messaging? Being clear on your message is important because of, like previously showing that you're connected to them and you understand them, you understand where they want to go, what's challenging them, where they, who they want to be, 
you know, different aspects of who they are through what you're sharing. Sometimes you're just sharing tips, like practical, practical information. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all showing that you understand where they're at because it's like tips they find useful. So that's important. Uh, but how does it get your clients coming back for more? This is something that I promise you, or not I promise you, I'm just being honest, I'm not the best at. Um, but it keeps people coming back for more when you can get consistent. And consistent mm-hmm. can look different ways. That doesn't have to mean like a daily thing to start out with. Um, but it's being like visible in that way, like showing up, posting things like, you know, whatever that looks like for you. If starting with like once a week consistently is a big stretch, but attainable, then start with that. If it's daily, great. But I think it's that showing up thing. And especially when you're like newer in business and you don't have as much like confidence in what your abilities are to like turn those actions into sales. It can be easy to be like, oh man, I posted XYZ Monday, Thursday, Friday, and no one commented, no one said anything, you know, this sucks, I'm going to give up, I'm going to go climb in a hole for a month, and then maybe I'll like, show up again, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, that inconsistency really does impact, you know, every time it's like, depending on how big of a gap you have, it's like rebuilding a relationship. I had a, a best friend that I suddenly stopped talking to for six months, there would be like some cleanup to do when I got back. And so that doesn't mean like every time you come back, you need to be like, Oh, sorry, I was gone for a week or two weeks or whatever. But, you know, just being cognizant of the fact that it is a relationship. And if you're not communicating, then it's going to need some warm up time. Um, And so like, especially if you're newer in business, and you're not maybe seeing the results you expect, it's important to keep going and look for ways to tweak what you're already doing versus like disappearing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard, I, I love that because I've heard it so, so much and I hear it everywhere. And consistency is, is key. Um, and all the people that you've seen that are super successful will say consistency. And, um, you know, I love that you made it attainable in that you're sharing that, you know, do what is attainable for you at this point, right? Like if that's once a week, if that's, you know, a couple of times a week, if that's every day, you know, whatever that looks like, um, being able to, to be consistent and show up, um, you know, on a, on a regular basis. And um, yeah, so I, I love that. I know that I've struggled with it myself and, um, you know, it really does take, you know, a while to create results. And I've heard time and time again that, you know, it could be up to 90 days before you even really start to see results. Some people six months. So it's really just a matter of showing up and creating value. And um, so I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I know you have something super special um, that you want to share with our listeners today. Um, We want to create a millionaire message and attract their ideal clients. So you want to share more with us about um, your freebie, what it's about, how they can access it? Sure. So this is just, um, this freebie is, I shouldn't say just, because these are super helpful, but, um, and it's a freebie of like a bundle of my top worksheets or little one page guides. So super mm-hmm. digestible and easy. Um, but I have a worksheet that's I think two pages, but it walks through getting clear on your message and it has a little bit of like a write out of kind of what I shared on here. And then, um, yeah, I talk, I think there's, there's also one about getting testimonials. So you can get like, um, ask the right questions to people you've worked with um, and have that as a way to market yourself. 
And there's one about what to say on your website, which is super helpful if you're wondering like what each page should say. I have that broken down in detail. So very useful, practical stuff. <laughs> That's what awesome. I like. And you walked, it sounds like you walked them right through all, all the steps. So all I have to do is like listen to you and implement and, you know, awesome sauce. I Definitely. It's like good. It's good for reference, even if you're not planning to work on like your website in depth right now, like go ahead and grab it because then you can have this like one pager that lays out what you should say on each page. Love that. So um, where, where can people find you online? Where are you, Holly? What's <laughs> <Give us> the deets? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can definitely check me out on Instagram at Holly Tack. Um, so H-O-L-L-I-E-T-K-A-C. Um, you'll see my name in the show notes or whatever you have up because it's a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a Facebook page too. So Holly Tax Services. So facebook.com slash Holly Tax Services. Awesome. Um, so basically everyone listening, you will be able to access, you know, this freebie, the link to the freebie in the show notes, as well as where you can connect with Holly um, at all of her social mediums. And um, (laughs) thanks so much, Holly, for being on today. I'm so excited that we were able to hop on, that we were able to connect, and that you're able to share your juicy goodness with everybody. Welcome. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, Please take a minute to take a screenshot and share with me your biggest takeaway from today's episode over on Instagram stories. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. When you share, rate, review, and subscribe, I am able to learn what resonates with you most and thus cater my content to you even more. And I get to get this out to more people that need it. So thank you. I appreciate and love you so, so very much.